Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons Doc Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. Uh, this week we are talking about season five's Lisa versus Malibu Stacy, which is the one where Lisa uh, takes issue with the new talking Malibu Stacy doll uh, due to its sexist comments. Uh, so she starts a new doll with the creator of Malibu Stacy. Meanwhile, Grandpa gets a job at the Krusty Burger. With me to talk about Lisa vs. Malibu Stacy is first time on the show for both of them. We have Luke Greenfield. Hello. And well, welcome. <laughs> you stuffed it up already. Mm. <laughs> and Connor. Hello. Uh, yeah, first time on the show for both of you. Welcome aboard. Thanks. No worries. As we do with first guests, want to know your background a little bit with The Simpsons. Do you remember, Luke, when you started watching it? I do. Uh, it was in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> um, well, you're going to give me an exact no, date. In the, no, but it was, it was pretty early on. Uh, it, was in, it was one of the early episodes. The first one I saw was the one where Bart steals Jebediah Springfield's head. Oh, that is early. Yeah. So, at my next door neighbor's house who had it on tape. Yeah, and right. That was the only one I saw, and I wrote to the local TV station, which wasn't showing The Simpsons, and said, we're all sick of Ninja Turtles, can you put The Simpsons on <laughs> instead? And they sent me a letter back saying wow. they would love to, but they didn't have the rights to The Simpsons. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, so, we'd love to, but Ninja Turtles is pretty popular. <laughs> we can only have one cartoon. And they're ninjas. <laughs> They'll be very angry at us. <laughs> Because um, you you grew up in Aubrey. Yeah, that's yep. right. So, and so did you. Well, Connie, you're from a little town called Walwa. But um, yeah. I assume same deal as Aubrey with the TV channels? Um, so, we had... I grew up with ABC and Seven, which was called Prime in the country. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we didn't have The Simpsons until... Uh, I was probably year nine or something. We got Channel 10 then. Yeah, so we only got to see uh, see The Simpsons when we'd visit our family up in Queensland and that was my only exposure to be able to watch it. But it was everywhere, so you knew what it was. Yeah. But um, so my first one was, oh, when um, what's the one when Bart does the evil Knievel thing? Oh, yeah, Bart the Daredevil. Yeah, jumps I think, the gorge. Yeah, yeah I think that was like the first one. But then we had like a tape of like with um, the cat burglar Stampy and I think it was Malibu Stacy on it. Oh, nice. Um, at, from family like up in Queensland. Oh, they'd sent it to you? Or? We got it when we were up there and then we took it <laughs> home and that's what we had. And so... They're like, we're not paying for postage. You've got to come yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. So we... And I was searching the other day. They're all in the same season. So that's mm. why those ones really stick out to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What, so... And what about Aubrey? So you... You did have a version of Channel 10, but... Uh, no, not not until about the same time. Yeah. Connor would have got it. No, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> but or somebody, some people could get it with a special aerial. Oh, uh, Which right. my next door neighbour could get. Was it like on The Simpsons when they have the pool and there was just old people lining up at that house like, <laughs> Mrs. Bart, are, can we watch The Simpsons? <laughs> it was, yeah, there was, there was so much that only these people could watch. I think they got a bit annoyed with me coming around <laughs> to watch it. So, you were both like teenagers when yeah. you actually started having free access to mm. The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. But it wasn't yeah. just the Michael Jackson film clip. <laughs> which was all we had for a really long time. Yeah. Video smash hits. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, but like you were saying before, like it was everywhere and you kind of like, I remember I had like stickers on my school, yeah. Simpsons stickers on my school stuff, but like I didn't watch it. I had no idea really what it was about, but it was just because it was everywhere. Yeah, I must have been year nine or eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds about right. And um, yeah, but then you really watched it like <laughs> – Every night it was always Simpsons like at six, then Neighbours, then Home and Away and then you'd have like either a new Simpsons or more Simpsons and so that was seven, you know. Yeah, yeah, there was Simpsons after Simpsons, so it was great. Yeah. It was easy to catch up. Yeah. 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 How were your families with The Simpsons, by the way? I guess if you were like teenagers when you actually started properly watching it but when you were kids and watching – Getting your hands on the Jebediah Springfield Air, Paul Melody Stacey yet? Were there any issues? Yeah, nah, I don't think my parents cared at all about it because, yeah, we were older. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess, yeah, my mum was more concerned about Dawson's Creek and <laughs> Friends then. Like, I weren't, oh, I wasn't allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. So she didn't care about The Simpsons yeah. at all. Yeah. My parents are fine. Um, up at, and they passionately defended it up until I went and. Chopped the head off a Birkenwills <laughs> statue <laughs> and was banned for a time. Ah, yeah, and the whole town of Aubrey was had yeah. like pitchforks yeah. and things. Yeah, but you gave that speech, so so then go. everything, yeah, everything was fine. We moved on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> got <right>. new heroes. <laughs> I was going to say this episode does have some classic um, quotes. I love Grandpa's. Um, we saw French fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you p- pointed out the other day, yes. Connor, that um, Grandpa calls the teenager Old Man Peterson. Yeah. I feel and like that phrase, Old Man Peterson, we say a bit. Yeah. I was, when, what I, when I watched it, just that realisation of how much um, The Simpsons has influenced the way we talked and yeah. not even realising it. Because yeah. I say, like, that old man <laughs> Peterson, like, a lot. And, I, yeah, you just forget where you've got it from. I say you're quite good at turning me on a lot. Whenever I'm teaching someone how to do something and they <laughs> turn the thing on. And I don't, think, I don't think my daughter knows where it's from. <laughs> that scene is quite peculiar because it... You assume it's an, it's hard to tell sometimes on The Simpsons when something's meant to be an animation or not because it's all drawn. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I assume it is actually Mr. Burns and he's, like, cut together different things Mr. Burns has said and pieced it together. Yes. But how did he get Mr. Burns topless? <laughs> I'm guessing it's just good Photoshop. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Well, 1990. Like, that's pretty good work yeah. on Smithers. I think yeah. he gets paid well, though. Yeah. Smithers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think Although he, it seems like he spends most of it on Malibu Stacey, so... Well, yeah, and then <laughs> he's just got the time to do the photo shopping after that. Smithers, what are you doing in there? <laughs> just a second, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, um... Don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Malibu Stacy, loosely based on Barbie, and uh, you learn things on this I pod. Um, so the writers this. of this episode, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, who they ended up uh, running the show, and they're like um, quite prolific writers. They've said this um, one is one of their favourites that they wrote, and um, Bill Oakley's wife, who also wrote a few episodes of The Simpsons, uh, she had a huge Barbie collection, mm. and. Um, Bill Oakley like went to quite a few like um, Barbie conferences and stuff like or conventions and things and he got to like interview um, the world's biggest Barbie collector who is actually a male um, so yeah he got a lot of inspiration from that 
Ah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how many chat, how many discussions I had, how many interviews to then be represented in that nine seconds of smooth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but did you know the plot, um, what the plot of this episode is actually based on? Either of you know? Yeah, because it happened, it happened in our time, right? That in our time <laughs> um, early <laughs> 90s they did, yeah yep, they did bring out those before this episode came out those talking dolls and it had the um had, it had a shopping quote right it was um some i think the main one that maths is hard i want to go shopping something it was like uh that. maths class is tough yeah i think is the main ah, quote that, really um yeah a lot of people took issue with mm. um and yeah i think there were also a lot of quotes like Let's go shopping, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I think were, the main one was that maths class is yeah. tough. Which like. it is. <laughs> like if they had it brought out, if they had have had talking G.I. Joes and all of them, actually just saying truth like that. <laughs> maths is hard. Come on, kids, work through it. <laughs> yeah, but if we try. Look, I would have appreciated there's it. No, there's no shame in asking yeah. for help. Maths is tough. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll have a phone with a calculator one day. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> Maths is tough and a waste of time. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, Mattel got a lot of flack for it. And um, as part of that, um, a group that called themselves the Barbie Liberation Organization went into stores. Um, they um, performed surgery on a few hundred <laughs> um, Barbie dolls and G.I. Joe dolls and switched the voices. So you could go into a store and get a G.I. Joe and it would say something like, the beach is the place for summer. And a Barbie would say, um, vengeance is mine. <laughs> so that's where the gag came from where she goes, yeah. there's something wrong with my Malibu Stacey. And he goes, anyone call for a web slinger? Yeah. That's what that is based right, on. Right, right. But they did that prank um, as uh, opposition to the talking Barbie saying, yeah. saying stuff that was kind of off. See, it's yeah. okay because they did it with a purpose. Yeah. Like, if I was caught at Big W doing <laughs> surgery on Barbies, <laughs> I'd be the next Ted Bundy. <laughs> um, the I actually looked up uh, in, in preparation for this episode. I wanted to know how much of like Stacey Lavelle in this episode is like the actual inventor of Barbie. Because mm-hmm. um, ah. the inventor of Barbie it was like a homemaker, Ruth Handler. Um, and uh, she was the first president of Mattel, actually. And she named Barbie after her daughter, Barbara. Yes, and, and is Ken after her son? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is yeah, weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, so I found like an interview with her and she's nothing like Stacey Lavelle. But um, she did say um, that her son got made fun of because Ken doesn't have... Um, a penis. But she almost got played. She sort of got played by Kathleen Turner. So I guess it works out, right? Because yeah. she plays Stacey Lavelle, the creator of. Like, it's not really. She didn't really get played by Kathleen Turner in the story of her life. <laughs> but a woman who's playing the creator of a doll that is yeah. based on the doll that she created. Mm. Slash yeah. stole from I'm sure yeah, that Germany, was her like claim to fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's all connected. Finally, did her daughter have 90 degree arms? <laughs> <laughs> um, but she also, I thought this was interesting. Um, so when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, Ruth Handler made her own breast prosthetic, and that ended up because she wasn't happy with any of the ones that were available. Mm. Wow. So she used her resources to make one, and that ended up being adopted by. Um, they, she called it like the nearly me 
And um, a lot of places ended up using that, buying it and using it, including oh. like the Betty Ford Clinic. Oh, wow. And stuff. Oh, or Betty Ford, who was Gerald Ford's wife, used yeah. it. And she also had the Betty Ford Clinic, which I think is for rehab. So I'm not sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might have got a bit confused in my notes. <laughs> but I think when Betty Ford also had the cakes, cancer. where do the cakes fit in? Betty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, sorry, this is a similarity to Stacey Lavelle. Um, Ruth Handler resigned and was then investigated and charged with fraud and false reporting. Oh, cool. So, I don't think she quite funneled profits to the Viet Cong, but I'm not sure if that was like a deliberate thing. Like, yeah, that's why she left Mattel is because she was like um, being charged with fraud. And do you know if her house was like the Barbie (laughs) dream house? Now, that is definite. Yes, Yes. that is 100%. Nice. Uh, So, I'm just going back to the... um, some classic quotes from this episode. I know you like this one, Connor. Is kudos to you, Lisa. Kudos. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Have you got a bit of a list there? Or? Um, uh, I always like growing up. My brothers and I would always go, Marge, Lisa, lady, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, I thought of something that um. Grandpa, how old is Grandpa meant to be? Well, we've talked about that on the pod, actually, how it is a bit of an odd one because Homer is only in his 30s. Yeah. But Grandpa is at least, the way he acts, <laughs> he must be at least like late 70s. That's what right? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he was in well, World was War Two. World War Two. Um, and Vietnam. So, let's say early, yeah, so... 1945 <coughs> is when the war finished. Mm. So that's about 40, 50, 50 years before the ep- this episode, for example. Yeah. Um, so, but he just acts like he's in a home. Yeah. He's like very senile. Like he's so, yeah. so he must be in his 80s or 90s. So yeah. we discussed on the pod, it means we reckon he must have just had Homer. Um, Quite late, which fits with flashbacks to yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Right. Same. Uh, we I think we decided that yeah, he's like um, maybe Homer's mum was yeah. like quite young for him, yeah. Mm. But he was like, like he'd already lived a bit of a life, yeah. And then he'd yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Murphy, I'll go <laughs> back and listen to those episodes. <laughs> clearly, not a, clearly, did not listen to every single episode of Murph's Tavern, which I'm sure Luke did. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> what I expect from all guests, so a bit disappointed. Uh, but no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've always thought of that. It was like, uh, he shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, yeah. how's this work? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Grandpa is like, I think as I get older, I love Grandpa more and more. And this is like one of my favourite Grandpa episodes. Yeah. I think. I always remember, I love the bit when he's on the bike. Look at me. <laughs> I'm free. I'm, I'm young again. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. such a great, like the backgrounds are so good. I love it. I like as well how the grave diggers are having lunch. Turn around, yeah. see an old man has gone into yeah. the sermon yeah. grave and go, Kind of just, I don't think they even shrug. They just turn back around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like for half a second, they're like, what was that? Like, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of like, I, I feel like this episode as a whole, the visuals are a little crude. Like I feel like there's a fair few like miscolored shots and characters and it's not the most um, professional looking at, but there are a few 
shots or little bits which are really well animated. Um, like when it just likes a lot of subtle things about like when we Lisa keeps shoving the doll in Bart's face and the more she does it, like Stacy's hair gets more yeah, and more. Yeah. Um, and also when uh, Stacy Lavelle like throws the drink in the fire. Yeah. yeah. It's quite well done. Yeah. Um, I think it could have been a longer episode because it's mm. one of the things is when Lisa goes to Smithers's house and he says, nobody knows where she is. She's a recluse. Here's the last address we know. And it, <laughs> she's right, and it looks exactly like yeah. the dream house. <laughs> yeah. Is that a joke, or yeah. did we miss twelve yeah. minutes of her of Lisa? Yeah, yeah. More than capable of tracking down, <laughs> following up a whole lot of leads. Yeah. Like, oh, this scrap, but there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. Yeah, it is quite a big plot. Like, and it's interesting that they fit a subplot in as well. Like, I love yeah. the grandpa subplot. I think it's so good, but. It's almost like it didn't need it because, I mean, I guess the grandpa plot and the Lisa plot do sit uh, like side by side for the first well, half, and they two sides of the same yeah. liberty coin. So I guess you do need it in that regard, but it's also like um, you know a big, healthy plot like this, like you know taking on quite a heavy subject matter, you could argue, and you know Lisa starting her own toy, tracking this person down. Mm. Like, it's, it felt almost like they did need to rush it a little bit in the third act, like that to quickly be like, all right. Yeah. Mm. Like that last little – I noticed – I had to pause it when I was watching it the other day and they didn't even have like the – Lisa Lionheart hadn't even been finished. Like, it hadn't gone to that scene. And there was like four minutes left of the show. <laughs> yeah. So, it had that and then it, like I was just <laughs> like, oh, wow, them. that last bit is so quick. Yeah. And I – I really like it and um, I really like um, a different episode like when the one where um, the Marge with the Chanel suit Mm. episode um, because I like it where there's just like the characters are wearing something different. Like, <laughs> and so with Smithers, he's got his like home sort of outfit yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. I like seeing those sort of little changes in it. So it, Even like when they're getting ready to go out, I love when Homer's wearing that green jacket. Yeah. When yeah. yeah. Little outing clothes. Um, but yeah, a lot, uh, some other little visuals I liked were when Homer's got the toy for Maggie and it hurts him. That's yeah. pretty well done. Yeah. How he pricks himself and it goes in his mouth. And when Bart's then playing with it later <laughs> yeah. and it goes out the window <laughs> and does a huge explosion. Yeah. Um, you've also got um, when uh, Krusty comes into the recording studio. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> that, like, not only is that so yes. such a funny bit and works on so many levels, like yeah. Krusty's just like... Um, being such a dick, but also being an idiot. Yeah. Him stuffing up Sideshow Mel. <laughs> well, <laughs> even though he would say that every day. Uh, but just, yeah, the animation on that, how it just pans to show that, like, uh, really well done. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And also, um, when they're at the factory, like, that's got some glorious bits, like them, the, the workers, like, um, yeah. unclogging the machine. Um, yeah, all the heads. <laughs> But also little things like how the um, she's being uh, called Jiggles and yeah. then she like closes the door with her bum. Hey, I was just about yeah. to say that. I remember as a kid watching it going, wow, she just closed that with her whole butt. Like, that's amazing. So, uh, just some of Grandpa's rants are so good. Um, how he talks, says they used to call Turkey Walking Bird. Yeah. yeah. And when he's... Um, 
in the car and says, there sure are a lot of ugly people in your neighborhood. Oh, look at that one. That reminded me of my dad. I thought of your dad too. <laughs> every time he drives somewhere, he just will comment about every yeah. single person he sees. <laughs> and he just does it for attention. Uh, but also um, when Lisa and Grandpa are at the table and Grandpa goes, get me a new Malibu. See you, Stacey Kern. <laughs> oh, and in that same scene when Homer comes in and says, I'm a white male, aged 18 to yes. 49. Oh, I feel like I appreciate that line more yeah. now that I am a male, you, aged 18 to 49. Yeah. Well, like, true. like I always thought growing up, I was like, oh, Lisa's really boring. <laughs> like she's a nerdy one. I don't like, nah, she's never anyone's favorite or anything. But looking back now... Like I learnt, like I learnt so much from her sort mm. of episodes, and she's like shaped a lot of what I like. Yeah, like the eighteen to forty nine. <laughs> like I remember watching it, going, "Oh, okay," and it made me think. And then later on, as I got <laughs> older, I was like, "Hey, <laughs> this is like it's knowledge, rigged." What? It's knowledge we have without remembering where we learnt it. And yeah, it's just we absorbed it from there. Also. I have tried not not actual chewing gum that you can't swallow mixed with nuts, but uh, gummy lollies <laughs> mixed with nuts, and it is really good. Oh yeah. wow, there you it's go, fantastic! I did look it up because there's this person that uh, Laurel Randolph, I think her name is. She's the one that wrote the um, the Simpsons cookbook that I have. She before she released that book, there's a blog where she put up. Um, where she actually cooks food from The Simpsons. Oh, cool. And yep. she had a, one for nuts and gum. And um, for that one, she just put nuts and gum together. She didn't need to cook anything. But um, <laughs> I don't think she actually used... I think she used actual gum. So, I, yes, she got her right. friends to review it and their main <laughs> gripe was, it's a choking hazard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think... Did Homer invent nuts and gum or it's just an actual product that he bought? What do you think? How do you interpret it? I always interpret it as just a classic Springfield product that he's bought that he has in his house. Well, my, my interpretation was that he would have written a letter to these people <laughs> suggesting them. Yeah, but right. But he, he thought about it in his head and he went down to the shops <laughs> and because there's enough 18 to 49 idiots around, it's already happened. <laughs> yeah. It's the white male hive mind. He doesn't even need to ask. Yeah. The dumb shit's there. Yeah. I took it as it already exists. It's there. Mm. Like, yeah. I so he doesn't even... We, well, Lisa has, Lisa has to beg for basic <laughs> decency. Yeah. Homer just magically... The society provides whatever whim that, yeah. he, that yeah. he feels like. Any two-second thought thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this also had... The where Lisa says I'd be I'd be horrified or something if somebody made yes. a crappy model yeah <laughs> yes. crappy product with my name on it. Tiny tiny pause for everyone to get to look at their yeah. broken pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever they've got. There's a few little digs like that, like yeah. when Homer says oh, Fox. Um, Fox. Yeah. You won't let us watch Fox because they own weapons plants in Syria. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I saw someone online saying, how did Fox let them <laughs> get yeah. away with that? Um, and there's also, this isn't so much in the same vein, but I like when um, they're all talking about their hair and Stacey goes, you all yeah. have hideous hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> did you know? Uh, so you guys know Doctor Colossus. This is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> is this the first time he's in it? Yeah. Does he? He so which he is nuts because he's in other like other episodes and he's really there, but he starts off as just an action figure <laughs> that is implied is also real. Yeah. Uh, is he based on anything? That's what I was trying to find out. So basically, Doctor Colossus. Most people know him from the Who Shot Mister Burns yeah. episode. So when Sergeant Mel comes in and says, "Officers, you have arrested an innocent man," yeah. and they go, "Ah, oh, really? Okay, Doctor Colossus, you're free to go." And <laughs> he goes, um, and "They go stay away from Death Mountain." He goes, "But all my stuff is there." <laughs> and I think there's another sh- scene where he goes. Ah, he was a rank amateur compared to Dr. Colossus. Is that with the shoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he smashes into the room. So, um, he was, you would think, oh, he's never been in the show before. They just needed a crazy supervillain. <laughs> they invented him for Who Shot Mr. Burns. But two, two, three seasons earlier, yes, he is in for half a second in this episode. <laughs> when along, it's so bizarre because he's, um, in the same sentence, they have G.I. Joe, yeah. Ken... The, the, the others two. all seem to be. We've already got a bit of a sense of them. Yeah. Whereas Dr. The Colossus, audience world was just brand new. I guess, yeah. I think he's meant to just be like, you can imagine him being like some mad scientist figurine. But isn't, he, isn't <laughs> he like the first one she mentions? No, third. Third. Third or fourth. They're very yeah. close to each other, those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but so. yeah, I found that crazy that that's Dr. Colossus' first, yeah. first appearance. I like that guy. As you guys were talking then, I'm just thinking, Murphy, do you have this podcast just to act out voices <laughs> to people? <laughs> you you got get me. everyone to come over. <laughs> Here you go. I'm going to act this out. Yeah. Um, but one thing I was thinking of, um, sorry if I cut you off, no. was um, and some pre-pod talk was um, – has there been many other Lisa folk, solo mm. focused Lisa mm. episodes? Yeah, you asked me that in the lead up to the pod. So I did look it up. So um, there had definitely been a lot of Lisa episodes before this. So this is season five. Mm. But um, most of them had been either Homer and Lisa yeah. or Lisa and Bart mm. focused. Um, so we thought. Yeah. Ah, there you go. We so. also had a side <laughs> pre pod. Um, in fact, there are only three non Lisa and Bart, Lisa and Homer. Uh, Lisa episode before this, and yeah. I've got them here. One was from way back season one, Moaning Lisa. Yeah. You thought that's that? what you said. Nice. Oh, Where she meets Bleeding Gums Murphy. And um, so that's kind of her and the whole family. Maybe yeah. a little bit more her Marge. Um, then you've got uh, episode kind of the same vein of this because Lisa's taking a stand. Is Lisa go, or Mr. Lisa goes to Washington, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen that one in a while. It's basically she wins through the Reader's Digest a chance to go to Washington and then she oh. uncovers that some corrupt politicians and she has to make like a moral choice, I believe. Mm. Um, and then you've got I Love Lisa where she goes out with Ralph. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. Do you have a favorite lisa episode either of you i guess this is probably one of yours this is probably this is mine one of mine and my the other one is lisa the vegetarian yes which speaking Mm. of lisa like inspiring you when you're a kid that was a big part in you yeah because i i just remember like her like the scene when she's at the dinner table and she Mm. has the picture of the lamb and like i grew up on a cattle and sheep farm so it was a bit hard <laughs> to not eat meat but yeah it, like again like i just made me think going oh hang on and just yeah mm, and eventually yeah. that's what one of the reasons why i did so yeah 
And it is pretty, like, I definitely think this um, helped shape a lot of people growing up, like, even if they knew it or not. Like, the fact that this episode and episodes like this were airing, like, every night on free-to-air TV, like, kids or, you know, yeah, young people watching it, like, it definitely would have made quite a difference. Yeah, it's just challenge. Like, it's... Mm it's addressing <laughs> yeah. some big issues and or big themes and I just think, oh, it's in a kid-friendly way yeah. then. Yeah, because yeah, part of the story of this is not just that the sexist stuff's happening, it's when you pop it in front of kids, what's sort of a, an example it's showing them. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was... And I think that scene where they go... Lisa says it's sexist and they giggle and say, Lisa said a naughty word. Yeah. That is That could be like straight out of the school, yeah. I yeah. reckon I had heaps of those sorts of things <laughs> at school when oh, that's a naughty word to say. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about you, Luke? Did you have a favourite? Uh, well, not just um, Lisa episode, but uh, we didn't ask you earlier, do you have a favourite app? Oh, right. Uh, well, favorite. I, was, I think I accidentally <laughs> said favourite app at the pod then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which um, would be hard for you to choose. You have listened to all 50. I always <laughs> like the latest in everything. So, um, <laughs> But I think, except for Simpsons, obviously. The, uh, no, I think Moaning Lisa is my favourite Lisa-centric one. It's yeah. got lots of cool stuff. Uh, favourite episode the cat burglar one's pretty Uh, good we had that on a video (laughs) along with um we guys all sharing the same vhs (laughs) no it's it's weird because this is aubrey and drop it off and then it went over different ones so it had the one where where Marjorie's a cop and it had the hank scorpio one Uh, oh yeah and maybe it even had the bart Taking the Jebediah Springfield yeah. head off. It was a weird compilation. Yeah, I was going to say, when you said you watched that on video, do you mean taped off the TV or bought or At rented? The, when, I, when I was a child, it was um, the one that, yeah, they taped off the TV. Get in, boys. Cops come <laughs> in. Okay. Um, and later on, no, I bought one. Seems silly now. Yeah, yeah. They. It seems insane to think we used to buy, like, VHSs, which had, like, two episodes of a TV show on them. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I guess that's all that fit on the tape, right? And it would take up so much of your lounge room as <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> if you wanted to get a season of The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you ever have the DVDs, Luke, of The Simpsons? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Okay. We, but there was, they were on so much by then. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, we yeah. had the uh, the soundtrack, the song soundtrack of Springfield or something. Songs right? in the key of Springfield. Springfield. Yes. Yes. So, we Sweet. had that. So, my brother bought that and then we would listen to it. So, we lived an hour and a half from any <laughs> sort of shops. <laughs> so, it was a big day when we'd drive there to get food. Um, and we'd listen to that in the car. So then I, um, yeah, any song in Simpsons now is yeah. like I can just sing it. Now, I did love you it. have the CD before you got Channel 10? So, like, did you know all these songs <gasps> uh, before actually watching the episodes? Nah, I okay. reckon it was, yeah, I reckon we had it by then, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you finally watch the episode and you're like, oh, that's what the vest looks like. Yeah. <laughs> now I get to see it. <laughs> I think we had a, a more bootleg copy of Simpsons songs like before that album came out. Yeah, okay. With with a bunch of other ones, which I don't think ever even showed up in the yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Was it, I think that was the very first one, Simpsons Sing the Blues. Maybe it was that, yeah. yeah. I've never actually – I've realised the other day it's on Spotify. I should check it out. But 
that I never had that. And yeah, you're right. I think a lot of the songs for that because that came out very early in the yeah, show's yeah. history. It was when Do the Bartman. I think they basically yeah. they, they did do the Bartman, and then they needed an album for it, so they just recorded a bunch of yeah. songs in um, their voices and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the one we had was 1997 when that yeah, came out. Yeah, yeah, so. nah, that's oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Mate>. <laughs> this is the original. <laughs> Um, so I mentioned before Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein are this episode. They're quite big on Twitter. Um, they've replied to a few things that, that I've posted lately, which I've is cool. Nice. Um, I follow your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. And they posted ages ago, um, Josh posted a, de- a script from the episode and there's a deleted bit from the episode where they go to the Malibu Stacia, um factory, which I thought was pretty funny. Where the announcer goes, the 60s brought changing roles for American women and for Malibu Stacy, she became a stewardess, a car hop, even a wigged out fan of the Fab Four. And in 1969, Malibu Stacy made a giant leap for girl kind when she became astronaut wife Stacy. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the greatest things or horrible things uh, that uh, happened around this episode was so they usually had a promo for the episode in the TV guide with a little mm-hmm. accompanying cartoon. Yeah. And um, on the commentary for this episode, um, they reference it and they're like, oh, so embarrassing when this episode came out. The cartoon um, was Bart holding the Malibu DC going, whoa, mama. And the caption is, Springfield gets a sexy new doll. <laughs> <laughs> They're completely missing the point. <laughs> like, yeah. And I heard that on commentary. I was like, ah. They're probably stretching the truth. Like, don't let truth get in the way of a good story. It was probably something like that. But um they I found it on Twitter and it's even worse. <laughs> so what? there it is there. It I'm showing Luke and Connor oh. and I'll put this online. So it does oh, in wow. fact say Springfield goes <laughs> Springfield goes mad over a sexy new doll. And Bart is looking up the dress of Malibu Stacy, saying, all in the name of research, man. Oh. (laughs) Holy moly. Uh, But it does say special guest voice, Kathleen Turner. So they got that right. Can I have a look at that again? And, oh, I got a really bad thing wrong. A full hour. It's only 24 minutes. (laughs) Maybe there was lots of ads. Or maybe it showed how she found the house. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you have any final thoughts on this episode? So it it isn't like the stuff that we've been speaking about with, you know, where we absorbed the 18 to 49 white male stuff. And the sexist stuff. But then, <laughs> and so it all seems quite progressive. Yeah. Um, and also to, you know, maybe care about old people yeah, as a side. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. a side play, have a bit of a care of that. But then there's G.I. Joe just goes, I'm going to bomb your ass to the ground. <laughs> Missy. Which is a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that one. I well, think that we took that quite flippantly. <laughs> also, yeah. I like the next. You'd never see your house again. Yeah. So yeah. he did it. Like, so maybe he did she's it. Staying she's with the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Why I, not? <laughs> I, I when I watched that the other day, I noticed it. And I was like, wow, how did I just? Oh, that's a shit. that's a lot going on. There. I mean, we can't cancel this episode because it's important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I the one thing, and well, this is a question. Mm. Stacy had, you know, like the at the end where they have the Stacy with a hat, you know, the yeah. doll has a hat, <laughs> and that's how. Yeah, 
is it on purpose or am I just noticing something people have always noticed that like Stacey, the creator, has the hat on at when um, they're unveiling Lisa? No, not when they're unveiling Lisa Lionheart or just at one scene she has a hat on. Oh. Yeah, oh, I've never the exact the exact same hat that the doll has on. What? So when the creators are looking down and going, we've got to do something yeah. to stop this. So Stacy, the creator, has that exact hat on. So for me, I just saw it as that one of those creators went, oh, all right, I want some Chinese food, and then um, all right, just the hat. There you go, bingo. There oh. it is. Give us a food now, that sort of thing. So wow. yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. we might have uncovered something. Can that you has. tweet that? At them, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their ear. Final note here. Uh, the first appearance of Brittany Brockman in this episode. Oh, yeah, Kent yeah. Brockman's daughter. daughter. Oh. Uh, wow. To be fair, I think she only appeared one other time. Uh, yep. But that's... Uh, oh, quiz question for you. Can you name the other time Ooh. that Kent Brockman's daughter appeared? It's in a quite a posh environment. Oh. Oh. Is it the Chanel suit yeah. episode? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think she says like, oh, Fritz, I wanted a, an abalone sandwich, not yeah. a bologna sandwich, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, um, I love their hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is good. Well, you know what we haven't done? Sorry. We haven't oh, brought yes. out the book. I've yes. been using it as oh, a yeah, poster this, this entire yeah. time. See, Did you ever uh, have see uh, <clears throat> no, this growing up? No, I've heard about it on did the Did you, Luke, podcast. have the Coddy's Cordial t-shirt or did anyone in your family have that? Uh, I didn't get that. No, I knew Glow in the dark one? Yeah, the glow it. in the dark one. I yeah. got... I got. We just missed out. I got. A, I got another one from Fossies. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you get the Jimmy Barnes CD though? In the <laughs> cereals. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, I think I had that T-shirt, um, Connor, but it didn't glow glow in the dark. I feel like I was gypped. I don't know. Because oh, you your brother had it. Yeah, he had it, and, and it was, I'm pretty sure it was glow in the dark. Oh, man. Oh, maybe it didn't get dark enough where you live. These guys have done a farm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, all right. Are you so, now? Yeah, we're going to text him. Was it glow in the dark? <laughs> if not, can sue Cotties. Um, so here's the. Oh, wait. Um, I think Luke's already seen it. Um, I didn't see it. Oh, no? Okay. So we do a game. Guess the character from this episode. Who do you think they've chosen to highlight for this episode? Have a little biography about. Uh, By the way, if you're wondering what that is, listeners, Connor is texting her brother (laughs) very close to the microphone. Obviously, it should be Dr. Colossus, but uh, (laughs) it's Um, probably not. We also had this book as well, um, Better Condition, I think it's in. (laughs) Um, I think it's Lisa Lionheart for some reason in my mind. Okay, that's what you remember? Yeah. Um, I think it's, no, I think it's, uh, I think it's Abe. Abe, okay, yeah, it's a big Abe episode, but they've gone with Stacey Lavelle. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, I guess this would be the only one. Yeah, she's only in this episode. She gets one shot. Yeah. What does it say? Marital status has had five husbands. Here, here we go. Ken, Johnny, Joe, Dr. Colossus, Steve Austin. Steve now, Austin. Now, yeah, Steve <laughs> Austin is the joke, right, because he's actually a real person, right? Well, Steve Austin. There's two. Isn't there two Steve Austins? There's the wrestler guy. Can't. And then there's the Steve Austin. (laughs) The TV show. The 
is oh, I could be wrong. Oh. This six million dollar man from before we were born is that Steve Austin as well? I'm thinking Ma- this is so weird. <laughs> Brian Austin Green, <laughs> which I don't even know. March has fantasies in. about the six billion dollar man, though, right? Oh, what is she or, called? When he goes, yeah, Steve Austin. Okay, so yeah, Stone Cold Austin right. is that one. So I think. What were you guys saying? Is so there's uh, more than just the one? I thought he was also the the olden days guy, but no, it's still funny the um, both ways. Sorry, um, Steve Austin yeah. is also the six million dollar man. Oh, yeah. there you go. There you go. Can yeah, right. So yeah, there's two. Ah, oh. played by Lee Majors. Yeah, right. Okay, so the character is called Steve Austin. Yeah. He's played by Lee Majors, right, who Marge has fantasies about. Um, yeah, okay, so who's the one that she was married to I don't then? Know. Would that be the wrestler or. Because that's great because it works over generations. <laughs> um, There's probably yeah. a third one now for kids that are growing up that don't know about either the $6 million I'm going to say the wrestler. Okay. Because just from a. Well, because they're quite action figurey. Yeah. Like a yeah. Stretch Armstrong type thing? Yeah. You reckon? I'm going to mm-hmm. say that because I reckon the $6 million man would probably just be a bit too old. Let's see what he looks like in the picture it's on the thing. Oh, no. I think it. The picture. Oh, I think, I I think it right. is the $6 million man. Because ah, the picture yeah. is like American background and he's in like a spacesuit. Yeah, sort it's not of a thing. snake. No, wait, that's Jake the Snake. <laughs> okay. So the joke is that it's. The character Steve Austin from oh, yeah. Six Million Dollar Man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so we can go rewatch that episode and enjoy it on another level again. We're going to probably have to end the pod without knowing. We won't be able to know if the Simpsons tea was glow in the dark or not. Oh, oh really? Not heard back yet. Well, tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like it was definitely meant to be glow in the dark. I feel like I remember it being advertised as glow in the dark. You just got the dodgy one like yeah. Celeste did in the episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are we giving Lisa vs. Mellow Stacey out of 10? They, they all of the, these episodes, like, where do they? There's nothing below yeah. like a six, even if you're being mean. Yeah. I think. Just because of some of those things that cut a little bit quickly, I'm going to have to take points off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give it 7.1. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, look, again, similar to what Luke said, like what is like you can't, they're all. I'm just going to say eight because okay. um, I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was going to be seven and a half till you found out who Steve Austin was. And now, <laughs> whoa. Yes. I think this is actually one of my favorites. Um, I think it's like really, you know, great plot, great message, um, very funny. Yeah. Um, Grandpa's one of my favorites as well, so really enjoy his subplot. Uh, I'm going to go 9.75. Wow. wow. Wait, are we judging, are we, are we <laughs> rating this as like against Simpsons episodes or against t- all television yeah, uh, or against Simpsons. however you can spend your life for 20 odd minutes? <laughs> yeah. Because I might have marked it a bit low. Yeah. And <laughs> when I said eight, actually, because I was still in the process of googling messaging and also trying to have hold a conversation with you guys 
I meant to say nine. Oh, hey, don't let me sway you guys. No, it's not. <laughs> I had nine in my head, and then I said oh, okay. eight. Cool. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up to seven point seven. All right. Um, yeah. Good work, Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. Um, we're gonna do a new segment on this pod. Uh, soon called Try and Stump Murph. So if you think you have like a Simpsons trivia question that I might get wrong. Hey, if it had it been before this week. You could have done the hat. I know. (laughs) Uh, If you think you've got a pretty tricky question uh, that'll get me, send it in. I won't cheat, I promise. (laughs) Uh, I'll read it out on the pod and try and get it. Um, But yeah, Luke, do you want to plug anything? Uh, It's always worth Googling. Gary Mangred um, yep. pops up on numerous um, audio streaming services, but also there's been a few more videos going on to uh, the Hypno Terrorism YouTube channel. Okay, two over the last six months, so it's really hotting up. Does Gary ever plug your stuff? No, like? he doesn't get invited to things. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's a lie because recently he was invited to to help host a, a bunch of bands doing a gig. So also. Um, look him up and, and ask him if he'd like to do that. If you need someone to do that, awesome. He does music, poetry, speaking, and um, dressing well. Great. Um, well, you can check out Murph's Tavern online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you could give this show a review, that'd be fantastic. Just chuck it five stars uh, on Spotify uh, or on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that'd be awesome. Thanks very much for being on the podcast, Connor. Thank you. Thank you very much, Luke. Pleasure. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, bye. <laughs> <laughs>